Welcome to our podcast, Movies and Martinis. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy, and we're reviewing trending movies and shows with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Hmm. So how many martinis was it worth? Make sure you listen to find out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. How you doing, Priya? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm really good. How's the weather in New York today? Oh, uh, you always ask me that. But let me start. How's the weather in Tennessee? Ah, it's nice. It's actually really nice today. Aww. So some good weather. Yeah, I'm grateful yeah. for it. I yeah. love it. I know it's warmer than usual. It's warmer than usual here. <laughs> I know, right? It's a little crazy. But talk to me because this movie we're going to cover today is all about you. You told me to watch it. The menu? We're covering yes. the menu. Yes. Okay, yes. so this movie... Okay, wait. Freeze. Oh, okay. Take it, I take it back. Did you tell me to watch it because you had seen it, or did we decide to watch it because it's up for the... It was up for the Oscars, and you had already seen it, and we decided to watch it because of that? Yes, that. Okay, yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So it wasn't that you said you have to watch it. It was kind of like, hey, it's up for an Oscar. Let's watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. let me start over. Okay. So today's episode is about the menu and the menu came out in 2022, but it was up for an Oscar. So we are covering it. And yes, we are. Yes, and it's about are. food, so, which we both love food. <laughs> I don't know if it's about food. I want to say that that's the last thing it's about, but hey, that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, so if you haven't watched it, pause, go watch it and then come back because we're totally going to spoil it for you. So I'm just throwing it out there. There's a spoiler alert because we're going to talk about the entire movie. So Priya, you watched it a long time ago. Yes. Do you remember a lot of it or a little bit or? Well, my, so, okay. We talked about this before, how our brains get a little fuzzy because we watch so much stuff. Yes. 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 Yeah. This morning, I didn't do my homework this morning because in my head, I'm like, oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, shoot, what, what is this movie about? That's what okay. Is- it'll all come back to you. I okay. promise. Okay. It'll all come back to you. So tell our listeners a little bit about what it's about. Okay. And then I'll hit you for memories here. Okay. Expecting nothing less than the best of everything hot cuisine has to offer a group of ultra wealthy gastronomers, grass gastronomers gastronomes <laughs> with a demanding palate arrive at the hawthorne an exclusive culinary temple run by highly regarded gourmet chef julian slowick and prepared for an exquisite multi multiple course meal and the experience of a lifetime obsessive epicurean tyler and there are a lot of big words in this description girl <laughs> better you than me <laughs> okay so guys this is a murder mystery <laughs> yes. and it's about yeah. food and it's about some hot culinary food h-a-u-t-e am i saying it right hot hot i think so okay yes so that's my it. summary sorry imdb that's my summary uh, <laughs> yeah in a nutshell So basically you have this island, right? A remote space where this world-renowned chef 
has um, an invitation only for the who's who. And he invites them to the special evening of this long experience of eating. And there's got to be, I want to say, maybe tops 20 guests, maybe 15 guests, three VIP kind of place. And it all centers on Tyler and Margot, who are one of the guests. It's a it's a couple. So Tyler is this actor, actually this character, who thinks he knows everything about everything about anything and to do with food. And he's played by right? Nicholas Holt. Correct. And yes. so Tyler just, he's the shit with this. In other words, I mean, he knows everything about everything. He knows yeah. what the chef is going to do it's and so how annoying. he's going to make it. And it, yeah, <laughs> it becomes really annoying. And he takes Margot, who's actually just a, a happy waitress and has no interest in this whatsoever. But it's an experience and he invites her on a date and she says, sure. So she goes to this that was very precisely crafted by the chef and his staff to have specific people there for specific reasons. It was invitation so, only, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And every single guest has, I guess, um, personalized plate, plate, I guess. No, everybody kind of ate the same thing, but they all had a reason for being there. They had like, there was something dark about each one of them. There was greed. There was yes. um, how they had impacted his life, his restaurant, his career, and all these different things. And to say that the chef was kind of crazy is just another psychotic an understatement. Yeah, he's just, it's just yuck. So Full disclosure, I had no clue what this movie was going to be about. And I swear, I thought it was going to be about food. And I was all into it, right? So I thought, okay, great. I love this. So I, I could picture that we're making all these dishes and all this food. And I don't know. But right off the start, it's kind of gory. Because they bring out one of the chefs. And he kills himself. And you're like, what the hell? What am I watching? And it just goes on. It's just like the snowball effect of all this goriness happening. And and they have this actor or this character, Richard, who wants to leave. He's an older man with his wife. And he yeah. stands up and he says, oh, no, I, this is enough. I'm leaving and I'm taking my wife. Yeah. And they cut off his finger. And it just, it's like, Bleh. I don't want to finish watching this. But whatever. I, it's part I, of the experience, Mercy. It's I part guess. of the it's culinary just, experience. I think I wasn't ready for it. Right. So if I knew that it was going to be that kind of movie, then I would have known what to expect. But I really yeah. was expecting something with yummy food and it was not. And so that was my whole thing with it. And I wanted to share with you some of the things that while I was researching it, um, I found that really should have told me. So this movie was actually inspired um, by a real life meal that one of the producers had. And oh. so he was invited to one of these like in real life, one of the producers was invited to a restaurant that was in a small island. And when he was in that island and going through that experience of all these different meals, because it's a thing. If you watch the movie, The Menu, where these VIP people go for this experience of this menu from this world-renowned chef, that's a thing. People pay a lot of money to go to these all the time. It wasn't just the movie. It's a thing. And so 
this particular person, the name is Tracy. Tracy says the film was inspired by a real life meal at an island restaurant, much like the menus Hawthorne off of the coast of Norway. Tracy is quick to point out that he recalls feeling intensely claustrophobic. Mm. There's something relentless about all of these to uh, tasting menus. So he felt trapped and then he felt, oh my God, actually we're in the middle of nowhere. And if this, these people decided to kidnap us and, and kill us and do all these different things, it is totally possible. Yep. And then the experience of all these different meals were so different and weird and tiny. And like, you get a taste of the different sauces, but no bread or like all these different experiences that you're going through. It's like, what is happening? Why am I yeah. doing this? So that's where the movie came about. Of course, it got gory and, and they went all extra on it, but that's where it came from. Um, have you ever been to a restaurant? Have, have you ever been to a restaurant like that? I have a, okay. So I have a special restaurant when I'm in Tennessee, I'm here now, but yes, there's a restaurant here in Tennessee that has that feel. It's one of my favorite, favorite restaurants. And Billy and I kind of went to that restaurant by accident. We were starved years ago when we, one of the flights that arrived in Knoxville and on our way towards our home, there's a little city called Maryville and they have this small restaurant that is in what used to be a paper mill factory. Mm. Oh, that's and interesting. And they made a restaurant, right? So we stopped. It had five-star reviews, like all these great things said about it. We kind of walked into the restaurant. We sat thinking, okay, great. We'll just have a meal. And it was like one little thing after another little thing after another. And it it is a full experience. And Priya, oh my God, the food is phenomenal. The drinks are scrumptious. The food, the dessert, everything. It's like, it's just such a beautiful experience. But you're not secluded somewhere. You know, this is just a restaurant and an old space. But that's probably the closest I've been to having an experience of all these different courses to just have one meal. So the chef gives you to try something, then you have an appetizer and you have the bread and you have like the sorbet that they give you to clean your palate, to have the appetizer afterward, like the second appetizer. And then you have the meal and like all these different experiences. So yes, I've, I've done that. It's amazing. And I really enjoy it. And I'm going to try to get in there soon because I haven't been there in a while. Anyway, that being said, aside from that. I wanted to share with you okay. the menu and its real life inspiration is an examination of the exorbitant consumer culture mm. or foodies as they're called and the superficially, the super, I'm sorry. And the All these big words. superficiality, <laughs> the superficiality of the wealthy who believe they're giving to the fine dining experience when they're really leeching from it mm. so this is what the chef in the movie yeah wanted to get across his point you think you know and you think you're and you're judging me for something you're absolutely clueless about mm. so the fact that you have money does not give you the right to control my life and to decide whether or not what i'm doing is good or bad and one of the main characters in the movie, which is play, played by Jeanette McTeer. Mm -hmm. She plays Lillian, who's a food critic. And she thinks she knows everything. And her word has a lot of 
of weight. It has a lot of power. Yeah. So every time that she would tell somebody that it was a, the meal was just uh, all of a sudden that chef suffered or that chef would lose. So or, yeah. So it was kind of crazy. And then we're in a, in a period of time where everybody's a foodie. Well, obviously mm -hmm. we all love to eat, but what determines what you really know or not. Right. And that's what I think the chef is trying to get across in the movie. Stick to what you know and don't judge me for what you're saying. Yeah. And you know, the restaurant inter industry is not easy. These God, people no. do not, the chefs don't have it easy. The waiters don't have it easy. The, none of them have it easy. It's absolutely, very, it's very, it's other than the fact that you have to be on your feet. Right. A lot. And you yes. have to cater to people who are not in a good mood. Your, yeah. your customers are not really um, appreciating what the sacrifices behind the kitchen and the hours yes. and how intense it is. And then they just come and judge you. And uh -huh. just say, eh, that was the, uh. the manual labor, you know? So this mm -hmm. is like taking like, so you, you hear the things nowadays, like don't send your food back to the kitchen. When you go into a restaurant right. and something's wrong with your meal, don't send it back. Right. First of all, the waiters don't want to do that. Right. And second of all, it might, there might be something in there that that yeah, was placed in there <laughs> that you don't want to consume, you know, mm -hmm. and that happens a lot of times. So, I mean, this, I mean, this movie is the extreme of that, you know, like, Correct. you know, how people behave when they're out eating and think food is supposed to be a certain way because they think they know and they don't really know. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. And the impact that the, the powerful people have, over things that they should have no power over. So I think, you know, that was a, a strong message. The power that they think they have, yes. Well, Definitely. the power that they do have because their words are really impacting the career that that chef had to the point that it took him to where he got to. Yeah. So they, you know, they do have power, but so many times they use it in so many wrong ways. The wrong way, yeah. Yeah. But definitely, you know, they do carry that power. And, and that's the whole point. That's why he kills them all. So the whole movie is about this chef going crazy. He's already predetermined that he's not only going to kill himself and kill his entire staff and the whole staff is in on it with him, but they're also going to kill all of the guests. So everybody knows that they're going to be dying. There's no way out. They try different things. And every single time they try something, it gets worse and worse and worse. So they stop trying. The only person that's there, which is Margot, who should not be there, actually speaks her truth to the chef and says, listen, all I really wanted to have was a really good cheeseburger. It's all I really want. I'm not yeah. impressed by anything. This was not good food to me. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what the ingredients are. I just want a cheeseburger. And he takes his time and he makes this like absolutely scrumptious looking cheeseburger. He gives it to her and she finds absolute pleasure and really enjoys it. And he kind of gives her freedom. He tells her, okay, well, here you go. Enjoy it. And she, she eats, I think, two bites of the cheeseburger and says, can I have a to-go box? After all the time it took him to make it. Uh -huh. And he says, sure. He puts it in a box, in a bag, gives it to her and allows her to leave. And so because, she because runs. She, because she wasn't originally part of the plan. Like she Correct. was like an odd, like she wasn't invited. She directly. was a hardworking waitress mm -hmm. and he identified with that. And so she leaves, she runs and runs and runs in disbelief that she's really able to leave. She gets into a boat and then she just kind of takes off. And while that's happening, he's actually making a s'mores out of 
everybody there because s'mores are an insult of what you should be eating according to the movie. So you have this processed milk chocolate, this marshmallow goo, and the crappiest type of cookie, which is a graham cookie. And Americans love it. And they make s'mores all the time. And they think it's like the shit, right? They think it's great. And according to the chef, it's absolute crap. It's the opposite of great. And so he pours um, chocolate everywhere. He puts hats that are made like of marshmallow on all of the guests. And then he makes this huge like bonfire in the middle of the restaurant and it all blows up and they all burn to death. And that's how the movie ends. Meanwhile, Mar goes in the boat in the middle of the ocean, looks back and watches the whole thing blow up and starts enjoying her cheeseburger. And it's over. That is so messed crazy. up. Yep. Yeah. so that's the movie if you haven't watched it how many how many martinis would you give it personally really two Hmm. two tops you know it's i'm i was gonna say three martinis and this granted this is based on me not remembering the whole story (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah me, yeah I'll, I'll stick with three I I'm, stick with I it. think I'm giving it two and I think I'm being generous oh snap um, yeah so I know that you know the Oscar is for the acting and I think there were they all they were excellent you had an excellent cast because you had oh my gosh uh Judith Light you had John Leguizamo thank you um, you had Christina Brucato, you had um Janet McTeer, who was excellent, Ralph Fiennes, Nicholas Holt, Anya Taylor Joy. I mean, I could go on and on. The cast was incredible. The acting was excellent. So I get that. Um, the storyline was, you know, a little out there, but I could see it, you know, in a cultural point of view. Uh but yeah, no, I did not care for the yeah. movie. Some movies you just wonder, like, for. how did how did they make it up there? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. is it because of the connections of the director or the producers that yeah, it's the they make it into these award shows? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. And talking about that, I watched the movie. Oh my goodness. Ben wait, it was it's up for an Oscar as well. The Banshires of oh. The Banshees of Inishirance? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Okay. I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to spoil it for you. But really slow. Uh, Totally out there, right out there, like with uh, the menu. It's just like out there. You're kind of watching it because, okay, because of the Oscar component of it and because Colin Farrell, you know, you love him. Mm -hmm. Um, but oh my god I wanted my time back like okay it's it done can I get my time back no absolutely not it was you know you suffer for no reason there's no I don't know no don't waste your time that's all I have to tell you damn don't watch it it was yeah nope that was a big negative for me so it's crazy that was was a bonus for today (laughs) they got got nominated for a lot of awards that movie 
you know, and, and how? I don't get it. Because after you see everything everywhere all at once, or after you see Woman King, or after you see even Puss in Boots, like yeah. there's so many other movies, but whatever. You know, Dang. what can I tell you? Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I'm going to stick to my two martinis. Would love to know how many martinis you would give it. Priya's giving it three. I'm giving it two. No, that does not make five. <laughs> that would make two and a half if we really put them together. Averaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's where we stand with that. Well, thank you guys for listening. I know these two movies we just mentioned were kind of booty, but check them out <laughs> if you need something in the background to vacuum while Absolutely. you're vacuuming. Yeah. And if you watched it already and you've actually enjoyed it and you disagree with us, please let us know. I'd love to hear somebody else's perspective on it. Absolutely. So thank you guys for listening again. Like, share, follow, all the good stuff. Make sure you tune in for the next episode. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Have a great one.